Welcome to our third episode of the Triangle Offense. My name is Shrey and I'm here with Cajun Dan. What's going what on? What up guys? Alright, so last week we talked about the whole Blake Griffin incident with him punching his uh, best friend and uh, staff. Uh, as well as whether we, uh, we also talked about DeMarcus Cousin and whether we thought he was a top five player in the NBA. This week, we're going to start off with the All-Star festivities. And you know what? We're going to start off with the three-point competition. It's probably one of the better competitions for the week, for the weekend. And I'm going to list the participants. It's, it's a lot to take in. There's a few that are probably going to shock you guys, but uh, we'll go into that. So, to start off, the reigning champ, Stephen Curry, yeah. obvious choice. Yeah. His partner in crime, Clay Thompson. You got Devin Booker, who I thought was a total surprise, but he's actually picked it up as of late. You got CB4 in there, Chris Bosh. This is a complete... CB1. Yeah, C oh, sorry, CB1. Sorry, CB4 is from his Toronto days, my bad. But CB1's in there, and that's a total surprise. What do you guys think of this election? Hey, he's a stretch four. He can hit the three. Why not? Yeah, he's actually uh, been hitting them really well this year, so I, I don't mind this pick. A lot of players are a little disappointed. JR, JR Smith obviously is one of them. But you know what, we'll go on to the rest of the participants. Kyle Lowry's in it. You got JJ Redick, Chris Middleton, and James Harden. Now, obviously there was a few omissions I thought that should have maybe been included. JR Smith, actually, I thought was going to be a shoe-in for this. He's been killing it mm -hmm. from, from three-point line. That's it, what he's done throughout his career, really. So... Uh, I think he was upset, and uh, I was a little shocked by that. But, you know what, we'll get past that. Who do you guys have winning this competition? Well, I don't want to tell you guys, because we're going to do a little draft. Oh, we? yes, yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. I forgot to mention that the bros have a little side bet going on where we kind of split up or draft uh, a player onto our teams who we think is going to win. Yeah. And I'm going to let Cage go into a little more detail as to this, uh, what this competition entails. So basically what's going to happen is there's three bros present here today. And uh, we're all going to get two picks on who we think are going to win the three-point contest. But we all can't have the same players. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a snake draft. We've already played a real intense match of rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> And, uh, Overtime in some of them. No doubt, Cage hit the buzzer beater, and he he came out first. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be picking first. I believe it was Shrey picking second. Nope, nope, no, I'm no. second. I'm oh second. really? I just Dan's always consider here. you losing, Dan. Yeah. Wait, well let's look at the betting record and see who's winning and losing there. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, no more low blows. Let's let's keep it let's keep it clean, guys. Let's go. Either way, I'm winning this. But second pick goes to Dan, and third pick goes to Shrey. And then Shrey will then, as per snake draft rules, pick again, then Dan, then myself. And we'll wager some some money on there to see who, who wins. And obviously, as you guys know, there are eight contestants. But we're uh, so sure that we'll get one of the right players in our picks. This is tough. So I don't know who to pick. It's, it's going to be easy, I think. It's going to be easy. <laughs> Do we want to get started right now, Shrey? Yeah, let's, let's get started. Go, so, Cage, you got right. the number one With pick. the first overall pick of the 2016 three-point competition, Cage picks... Steph Curry. Why not? Capping oh, obvious. Obvious. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take Steph Curry. And uh, I'm going to pass it on to the New York Knicks of teams, Dan, here. <laughs> who are they going to pick? Well, this is a tough one. I'm not even going to mention who I want to pick. Um, if kinda I didn't have, have it, right but uh, yeah, kinda I'm kind of stuck in that position here. All right, well, with the second overall pick, uh, Dan will select Clay Thompson. 
Yeah, that's not a yeah. bad okay, pick. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with the hometown oh, hero, Kyle Lowry. Let's go, Kyle. I believe I in you, buddy. It. I knew it. And you yeah, know what? Since I got the next pick as well, this is tough. There's a lot of good people here. JJ Reddick, Chris Middleton, James Harden. Damn. You got Devin Booker and Chris Bosh. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? It's a tough pick, but I'm going to go with uh, JJ Reddick, man. Oh, Out of Duke, the three-point specialist. Let's go. All right. Well, you've kind of tied my hands. I kind of wanted JJ Reddick, uh, but I'm going to go with James Harden. James Harden. Yeah. Mm. And with the last pick of the draft. I don't think it matters. The Cage Killers <laughs> draft. Devin Booker. I'm going to take Booker oh, as my sleeper. Booker. So undrafted. A really good shooter. We've got Bosch and Middleton. So by rule, if any of those guys win, this, this bet is scratch. Yeah. It's a dealer win. Pretty much. Dealer, no, well, yeah, we just get our money back pretty much. Bosch has been part, uh, participating in that. You know, the shooting stars with the... Oh, yeah. Who's that? Who's the... He's the reigning champ, actually. The reigning yeah. champs. Yeah. He's like, so I know he can shoot it from half court. I don't know about three-point <laughs> Consistently, that <laughs> yeah. many times, I don't know. I think he'll get blown out in the first round. So there you have it. Yeah, it should be a, it should be a good competition. There's a lot of great players in this field. Um, Devin Booker, rookie right now. So it's going to be exciting for him to play out, play against Curry and Thompson, who most people compare him to. Big know? fan. I'm yeah. a big fan. So, uh, you know, it's going to be really exciting. Now, we're going to move on to the dunk competition. And just so you guys know, we also, we're, we're going to have a bet pretty much with most of the competitions. All right. <laughs> and it's going to be the same rules uh, that Cage explained with the three-point competition. But obviously, there's only four participants for the dunk comp. They are Zach Levine. Andre Drummond, Will Barton, and Eric Gordon. Before we get into our picks, why are there no Raptors in this I dunk know. competition? You have DeRozan. Terrence you Ross. have Ross. I, I, th I think DeRozan said he wouldn't want to participate in one. And I think Ross, too. He, he participated in two of them, right? Was it two or one? Yeah, he participated in two. Yeah, think, yeah. And I think they're just over the fad. Well, I think when DeRozan participated, it was... It got overshadowed by the, you know, the car coming in. Yeah, it wasn't really a slam dunk competition. It was like, okay, who can jump over a car? And really, he jumped over the hood. He didn't really jump over the car. No props needed. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think the props should be taken out. It's, it's a slam dunk competition. You know, you want to be, uh, you know, an artistic and kind of your own feel to it when you're making a slam dunk. And you've seen DeRozan put in the yeah. work. You've seen Ross put in work. Well, we, we kind of can tell right now that Andre Drum is probably going to be using all the props he can. I don't think he's got any skill other than throwing it down really hard. But I just picture Superman back in the day with uh, Dwight Howard using his cape and everything. I can yeah. kind of see like a similar thing coming yeah. here with Drummond if he has any st uh, chance at winning this thing. Because he's got to use the fan to an advantage and he's got to make it very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so uh, we're going to do this draft or Let's what? Do it. Yeah, let's do this draft. So uh, because yeah. Cage got the... First pick in the three-point comp. Second round. It'll be uh, pretty much reverse picks. So I'll have the first pick this time around. Dan will have the second pick, and Cage will have the third pick. So with my first pick, well, this is tough. But you know what? I'm going to throw a little curveball. I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon. Oh, yes. You know what? I, I know, I know Cage has yes. been looking at Aaron Gordon yes. really well. And you know what? I love his athleticism, and he's got hops. He's got yeah. some serious hops for his position. I think he's going to take it this year. Yeah. Well, that's a solid pick, but I'm happy you didn't go with the reigning champ because I'm picking the reigning champ. Let's go, Zach Levine, baby, all day. Easiest choice on the on the menu wow, for me. Tough cage. <laughs> why? Why are you even giving me a pick? Like, <laughs> it's only between two guys in this contest. 
Why don't, why don't I flip a coin? Heads, it's uh, Drummond. Tails, it's uh, Barton. <laughs> what's the what's the tail? What's the coin show? We got <laughs> Drummond. Oh man! Uh, whatever. Okay, I'll take Drummond. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're relying on those props. I'll just no, take the coin. So pretty much all the money that I win in the three point contest, I just gotta pay up for this one. I oh, okay, I don't think Curry's <laughs> winning. Wow, wow, wow. You know that right now. <laughs> Alright, so that was the dunk competition for you guys. The last real uh, competition will be the skills competition. This year's format is a little different uh, compared to previous years. It's going to be big men versus guards. So you see a lot of uh, you know, big men in this era kind of uh, being able to handle the ball and be a little bit, a little bit more athletic. So I think that's what the NBA wants to, uh, that's what the NBA envisions, the NBA uh, basketball being. Yeah. So for the big man this year, you have DeMarcus Cousins, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, and Draymond Green. Yeah. For the guards, you have the reigning champ, Patrick Beverly. <laughs> you have CJ McCollum, Isaiah Thomas, and Jordan Clarkson. Well, for this one, we're not going to make any picks because we really don't know the format mm -hmm. what's going to happen whether it's going to be one winner or you know one winner from each category but we'll give our take on who we think has the best chance cage i'm gonna take your take first my favorite big man is demarcus cousins but if it's a speed related activity i would probably have to pick uh anthony davis type big man just because oh, wow. he's he's really quick on Ooh, the fast man. break okay that, that, that would that would be me and i'm I'm assuming most of these, like the, the point guard challenge, it's always a timed event and you need to be really fast. Yeah. I don't know if DeMarcus Cousins is the fastest guy on that list. Yeah, that's true. What do you think, Dan? Uh, well, uh, you know what? I'm just looking at all the big men and the one that stands out and it's pretty obvious, I think, is Draymond Green. Yep. He's he's just versatile. He's quick and he can get right boards. So, to be honest, I'd consider him more of a guard. <laughs> he's, he's just as quick as those guys. So, uh, you know what? Draymond's got the advantage, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's leading the league in uh, triple-doubles this year, too. So, a good pick. Um, you know what? I like the play of Carl Anthony Towns. You know, I think he's very underrated. Yeah. And he's shown a lot and grown over the last couple of months with regards to his NBA game. And I think passing is one thing he's uh, improved on. So, I, I can see him being a little bit of an underdog. But, you know what? We're going to move on to the guards. Who do you guys think has the best chance for the guards? Cage. CJ McCollum, sweet wow. shooter, probably the best shooter out of all these guys here. I don't, okay. I know someone Dan over here is gonna say <laughs> it three or something. the third but all day. I got, I got McCollum. I love him. I think he's such a great shooter. And if it has to do with like the other contest where you have to take a pull up three, three point shot, or was it a free throw shot? I believe it's a free throw shot. Yeah. Either way, he's gonna, he's gonna. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, Cage called it. I got Isaac Thomas the third. <laughs> um, I'll pick him any day. But uh, you know, McCollum's he's okay. He's just not going to win this competition. Who do you guys so. think is the fastest out of those two? McCollum Isaiah, and Isaiah, Isaiah easily. Easily. You see how quick Isaiah, this guy is? Yeah, oh, man. Isaiah is the quickest. Reminds yeah. me of John Wall a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Patrick Beverly was the reigning champ uh, of this competition. Uh, you know what? I think he could repeat. He's a, he's a no-nonsense point guard. He plays great defense. But I think what's underrated is his ball handling skills. And he's... Done really well for the Houston Rockets. I think he's one. Of, he's been one of the bright spots there. You know they've had a really up and down season, and Patrick Beverly has been the most consistent uh, of the Houston Rockets. Not a fan. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> We're gonna move on to something else now. In the NBA, as of this week, a lot has been said 
of the Hack-A-Shack strategy. Now, some people hate it. Some people think it's, you know, it, it's part of the game. You know, you kind of have to live with it. Yeah. If you can't shoot free throws, you got to work on your game, right? Yeah. But a lot of people have been pushing the commissioner to make a change or take a stand and make a, a rule change regarding Hack-A-Shack strategy. <laughs> and Adam Silver has come out and publicly said that he is willing to make a change. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, exactly what he said. I'm increasingly of the view that we'll, we will be looking to make some sort of change in that rule this summer. And by the rule, he's talking about the hack, uh, Hack-A-Shack yeah. strategy. Yeah. Now, what's your guys' take on this? Do you guys agree with the rule change? Do you think they should just leave it alone? Dan, what do you think? Uh, you know what? These, the, usually the guys that are getting hacked are one of the best players in the paint. Um, you know, you look at Andre Drummond, Dwight Howard, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Without hack, without hacking these guys, I think they would be very valuable weapons on any offensive team uh, when you look at the offensive side of the ball. By implementing this rule, I think it just makes those specific teams have a stronger case down the road. Their big man is more valuable on the offense, and I think it's unfair to all the other teams. At the end of the day, this is the National Basketball Association, the best league. If you can't shoot, I don't know, you gotta, you gotta take the consequences. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what's really embarrassing that we see these seven-footers airballing free throws. You're eight feet away from the basket, <laughs> and you're airballing it, and there's no one guarding you. Yeah. There's not a hand in your face. You're airballing it. That's That, to me, is a, a red flag right there, all right? That means mechanic-wise, you're not, you haven't been working on your game at all. Cage, what's your take on this rule change? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of on the same opinion as, as Dan is. If you can't hit a free throw, work on your free throws. You shouldn't have the rules adjusted to benefit you. Um, pretty much, you you can't make a free throw. Work on it. That's that's all I can say. Don't change the rules. They're, they're not changing rules. They're not stretching up the three-pointer just because Steph Curry's pulling up from a little bit further. Exactly. You know what? If, if we're going to make a, a change of the rule, why not just make the free throw line uh, you know closer if we're going to do that? you know, it, To me, the NBA is about taking advantage of team's weaknesses and if you have a player like a deandre jordan and andre drummond who are shooting well below or i don't know about i think jordan's actually kind of picked it up a little bit but drummond's shooting well below 40 yeah. percent. that to me is unheard of i don't think i've ever seen a number that low yeah um it's been ben wallace and, yeah like even not, ben, not, not even that close. yeah not even that close like come on and if, if you're shooting at around 55 to 60%, you know, I say like a Rajon Rondo. Do you ever, I think I've only seen one instance where Rajon Rondo was actually hacked in, in, or the strategy was used on him, really, and that was by the Dallas Mavericks, and it didn't work. Yeah. Rondo is a 60% shooter. 50, I think he's a 55 to 60% shooter. Yeah. So if you shoot within that range, and that's not hard to do. Come on, guys. Yeah. That's not hard to do. Would teams really take advantage of that? Like, would teams actually use that strategy, Cage? Well, one of the excuses that people are coming up with is their, the hands of big men are really big and it's really hard to grab the ball the same way every time and make free throws. But then you got guys like Kawhi Leonard and Giannis Antetokounmpo who can hit free throws. So I don't think that's an excuse. And I don't think you should change the game because of that. You just need to practice. This is the NBA. If you're not the best at something... Like, work on it, right, Dan? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree there. And it, we, we look at the NCAA as well. All their games finish with them risking 
fouls for free throws. They have the one-in-one rule where I think maybe the NBA might look at uh, down the road to make it make the game a little bit speedier. But, uh, you know, NCAA, it's just all about hacking at the end of the game. I don't think there's ever a game within 10 points that it just goes smoothly as it does for most NBA games. So, you know what, it's 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 still a little bit of the NCAA. There's a, some sort of a transition from the NCAA to the NBA um, with regards to hacking. But you know what, the NBA is not as bad as compared to the NCAA. I think NBA fans, you gotta look at that and see how bad it can be if there were a whole bunch of bad shooters in the league. Yeah, I totally agree with you. If they're gonna change rules like that to accommodate the big men, then down the line, there's gonna be more rule changes to yeah. accommodate any other uh, ways NBA teams can exploit the game. I understand it slows it down a lot, but at the end of the day, it's a strategy. And if DeAndre Jordan works on his free throws, which I've heard he does, and you know, I heard uh, rumors that Dwight Howard hits 90% of his free throws in practice, but then can't manage to hit even 50% in a game. Yeah. How, how, like, how does that work? I understand there's a crowd, but aren't you guys already past that where you guys can zone them out? I think it's kind of a mental issue, especially with Drummond. That's what they've kind of pegged it as. So definitely big men have to work on their free throws. I don't think there should be a rule change at all. And I'm, in no, uh, I'm not in favor of any rule change. I hope Silver keeps it the same. And, uh, and the big men need to work on their game. That's, that's Sorry, pretty much it. Houston Rocket fans, you're going to have to deal with it for another year, according to the SB Bros. Actually, I would say out of, <laughs> yeah. uh, out of all the big men, Howard's actually been uh, doing the best. I know, but they've got Capella too, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, 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 there's, there's a couple of problems there in that team. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. That's all we have for you guys today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We will also be posting the RSS feed, so make sure to check us out. Uh, check out all our Triangle Office episodes on iTunes. And until next time, you're tuning into the Super Basketball Bros.